welcome to another episode of Electable. I'm Deb Chubb, and uh, our podcast is sponsored by the Indiana Women's Action Movement. And today we are with Sybil Drew, a filmmaker um, who lives in Illinois, but has done some really incredible work uh, in making documentaries here in Indiana. So um, Sybil, um, but first tell us about yourself. Tell us how you got into filmmaking and and why you have this uh, interest in, uh, you know, making documentaries in Indiana. Uh, well, I went to school for filmmaking and um, I've actually been working in news production since 2004 and making documentaries since 2008. Um, so I first got interested in uh, my, well, my last film, Prime Farmland, which is the one we're talking about today. Uh, when I saw a article from the South Bend Tribune on Facebook about the Indiana Enterprise Center, and um, it ignited my interest in it. In it. And um, within about a month, I was uh, filming over there full time. And um, I will, what I was set out to do was document the building and the development of the mega industrial park, the Indiana Enterprise Center, which is just a little bit west of South Bend, Indiana. Um, so at, currently it's 7,200 acres um, up to 22,000 acres. Um, if you can imagine, an acre is about the size of a football field and it takes about 30 minutes to drive around the entire core development area of the Indian Enterprise Center, which is quite large. Um, it's actually going to be the eighth or ninth largest in the country, which is really, really big. Um, so I, I guess that's a little bit of background about Great. me. Yeah. So, um, so, but what this film, uh, again, called Prime Farmland, which I, I like because, you know, it's like, you know, prime real estate, um, but really it's farmland. Yeah, but and what I really um, like about this is that the story is really about the community activism that uh, emerged when this proposal kind of, you know, kind of almost secretly emerged. Uh, people in that area just rallied uh, in opposition to this development. So Tell us, you know, why were people so upset? You know, what was, what's so wrong with that Indiana Enterprise Center? Well, it first started in 2016 when uh, Bill Shaliel was hired uh, by St. Joseph County and he um, made this Indiana Enterprise Center idea. Um, and it is funded by the county by using uh, tax incremental financing or TIF funds. I don't know if you've may maybe heard of that, but it actually takes money from the county and uses it for development projects. Um, and they've currently spent $10 million on it. Um, so, uh, but the, the one caveat but is- $10 million, dollars, but haven't actually built anything. There's actually nothing there yet. After five years of them trying to build it, there's actually nothing there yet, which is pretty amazing when you think about it. You'd think within five years, somebody would, um, you know, choose to come in there. But um, yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's just every single time I look at it, it just gets crazier. 
Um, so just to back up a minute on the TIF thing, the tax increment financing, um, just to explain that a little bit, um, local governments can create this district called a TIF district, and they can uh, scrape off um, in the increased property taxes. So yep. you say, you know, we're going to say this year is our base year. Mm -hmm. So all the years um, for perhaps, generally it's about 25 years they are set for. Um, after that, every year, um, any increase in property tax um, income from that, from the, anybody who pays it in that district, mm -hmm. gets scraped off and put gets put into this account. And the idea is that the local government is then allowed to use that money to improve uh, any any property in that district. Um, you know, my experience um, has been more in urban areas where that money is used to kind of, you know, renovate, you know, uh, you know, areas that are kind of worn down uh, in the city. So, um, but it can be used in this way. And it it is interesting to use it in this way. Um, in, I will say in my mind, it's a little bit of a perversion <laughs> of what the uh, spirit of that program is for. Uh, it's not intended to just in, in, in increase development. It's intended to upgrade kind of rundown areas and generally in urban areas. So interesting that it was used for this purpose. So, okay, so now we'll go back to your story because it is a, it is a really great, interesting story. And I think it did a great job. Your documentary did a great job of really uh, demonstrating the process. Um, in a realistic way. So mm -hmm. tell us more about, you know, what you learned. Well, I, after I saw the article from the South Bend Tribune, I came over to, the first thing I went to was an open space and agricultural alliance meeting, which is the name of the activist group that I followed. Um, and they were super welcoming. They let me come and film and basically follow them, which is pretty rare. And I, I saw more rare things. There was Republicans and Democrats and farmers and activists working together, which is, you just don't see that very often. Um, but, you know, they came together to try to stop this, um, stop the IEC. Uh, they feel very passionate about it. They love their town. They love their land. And, you know, the film really shows that. Um, Right. It was this, you know, farmland and very rural area. Um, you know, New Carlisle is the close, closest town. It's a very small town. And um, and now all of this acreage was going to turn into industrial development. And uh, and people were, you know, understandably upset. And so and I, you know, I think that's very interesting that there were, uh, you know, both conservatives and liberal people in the area who were both opposed to this. Uh, you know, Indiana is kind of that, you know, we love the far family farm, you know, I don't know if it, maybe it's a myth, frankly, but um, but we love this, you know, we love this idea in Indiana that there are these farm, family farms that are, you know, passed down through generations and this tradition. And, um, and a lot of the people in your documentary spoke to that, uh, to the loss of that sort of tradition. Uh, in Indiana, um, and it being, you know, these great farmlands being replaced by in industries. And so, so in light of this bipartisan um, and pretty meaty opposition, what happened? Well, I mean, we had, oh, wow, so many protests where 
50, 100 people would show up, would talk at council meetings. Uh, the film chronicles it pretty closely, but we would show up to every single kind of meeting you could think of and talk and try to, you know, give our opinion. Well, they would try to give their opinion and it, it basically did nothing to stop it. Um, which is very interesting in the movie too. Um, you really get a, get a sense of how a activist group really um, really works and some of the hardships and some of the, you know, some of the, you know, it's hard being an activist and they, they kept at it though, which is amazing. It really shows the human spirit and, um, you know, they have a deep sense of community there and you really see that in the movie too, so. The stories were very moving and the speeches that, you know, regular people made at these uh, local uh, town council and county council meetings um, were incredibly moving. Um, and yet the plan was adopted mm -hmm. and the land was purchased. Is that right? Yes. In September, it was, well, there was a lot of back and forth. Um, the town of New Carlisle said that they didn't want it there um, in February of 2020. And I was there for that filming. And then they actually took closed door meetings with the county to move forward with it the next month. And then they approved the Indiana Enterprise Center project in what uh, I think it was June or July on the town side. And then the county approved it in, I think it was August or September of 2020. So it's been almost a full year. And again, there's nothing there yet. There's nothing been built there. And I, I don't know if I said this at the beginning, they've spent $10 million on it so far, which is quite a lot of money for, you know, basically nothing to show for it. And the most recent thing that they said that they wanted to put in was a solar farm, which nobody's opposed to a solar farm. Like that's wonderful. Yes. Would love to see a solar farm in there. Um, but again, their one of their main promises was jobs. Um, you know, we need jobs for the area, but there's been no, no, no push for that. They've only just, you know, that's the only thing they've really gotten in there. So I would say it's been a poorly executed um, plan <laughs> and they haven't really followed through with what they were saying that they wanted. So, and that, that wouldn't, that makes a lot of people, I would say pretty upset there. Um, and they kind of feel like a sort of a failure um, in their eyes because the county really hasn't, um, the, the county really hasn't gone through with what they said they were going to do. So, and you know, they should really be building trust between the residents and the politicians there. And it doesn't seem like they are really doing that. So, and again, that's, that's sort of, I, I guess that's sort of the feeling that you get from the movie too. And, um, you know, it's pretty heartbreaking to watch as a documentary filmmaker uh, to go through that. So. Yeah, it was, it was very impressive and a beautiful film, really beautifully done and well filmed and, you know, well, really you. visually beautiful. So a very nice job. Yeah. And so, and so, uh, as you said, the status now is nothing's really happening. Mm -hmm. uh, the plan was adopted and I don't know if perhaps um, people are 
you know, uh, industries who might come in are influenced perhaps by your film um, uh, to see that this is going to be a difficult uh, proposition to bring anything into that, uh, into that project. Well, one of the things that they've talked about is putting in a rail yard um, or an intermodal center mm -hmm. there. Um, also, they're planning on double tracking, which is from you to, I know it's going to go through you too in Michigan yeah. City. Um, so, and what else? They said that they want to bring in probably warehouses. Um, but I think they're, they've rezoned it. They've zoned it so it can't be heavy industry, which, I mean, I will concede they did try to, they did try, like, to not do the worst thing possible. But um, again, one of their promises has been jobs and they still haven't, you know, there's been no, 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 um, no outcome that would be close to that. So thousands of jobs is what they said. <laughs> so, right. so, I mean, as far as community activism, uh, there was some impact, it sounds like, uh, community, you know, community members, you know, organized, did a great job, showed up, again and again and yeah, they really uh, ended up in a you know in a better zoning position a little uh, bit. than they could have been in uh that will limit what to go in and i know that they did uh, there was a lot of discussion about having you know green infrastructure and green people mm -hmm. but you know i've done enough environmental um work to know that you know you have to be a little suspicious about um all of that when people say oh no it's going to be green <laughs> Uh, you have to you have to really look very closely, and you have to pay a lot of attention to make sure that what they're saying is actually true. So, um, but those people are—they are in there. They are looking closely, and they are sticking with it. I mean, it really is a story of amazing resilience of this organization to stick with it this long. Uh, and so, they did have an impact, which is great. Um, and you know, whether it becomes you know just commercial, I suppose, not industrial. Um, or just light industrial, I, you know, maybe that's not even going to happen because of the clear uh, opposition uh, among the neighbors. And not far from there, which is really, I think some people are kind of, you know, confabulizing, I know that's not really a word, but, you know, but, um, putting together with that uh, project, um, another company that is not too far from there that has just been a menace uh, to the area, and it is a metal shredding uh, company. Yes, um, yes, the shredder. That's actually within the IE of the Indiana Enterprise Center uh, area. It's within the the development area there. Um, they've actually had fires every single year, um, and I know that they pollute the, the that's burning. Is just, yeah. I mean, toxic, uh, just terrible toxic things that are just open burning um yeah i mean it that's why people were so against the, the iec the indian enterprise right. center because they already knew there was there was something already in there that was polluting so yeah that's why they fought so hard but yeah it's they've had a fire almost i think every single year and that's because when they shred the metal they don't they don't take the chemicals out of the, it's usually engines and other things like that from cars and they just shred it and they don't really try to clean it off. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, they just had that big fire and they right. just dumped a bunch of water on it when they tried to put it out. And you know, that's going to go into the water table. 
So all those chemicals are going to go into the water table from the fire. So, but yeah, I know everybody that lives around there and they all sent me messages. They're like, so it's on fire again, (laughs) Sybil. Why don't you come here and film it? Oh, you should, you should. So, okay. Well, so speaking of that though, tell us what you are working on now. So yes, I've been working on a documentary about the Ohio River uh, in Southern Indiana and Ohio and Illinois um, for, uh, yeah, it's been about two years now and that's coming out within the next, I would say year or two. Um, So, yep, I'm excited about that. It's, um, it's not, doesn't really cover that much activism, but um, it's a little bit different, but it's, yeah, it's really nicely done. Like I did a good job, Sybil. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, um, and this uh, movie was very well done too, and certainly uh, recommend everybody getting it, uh, taking a look. And so uh, anybody can see it on YouTube, right? Yes, That's it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And um, are there other places where people can find it? Um, actually, it's through the U.S. It just got picked up by the library, um, so you can check it out from the library. Very nice library system. Um, and it's on a couple of other, um, places too, but yeah, it's free on YouTube and Vimeo if you want to watch it. And, um, if you want to get involved, the name of the group is the open space and agricultural Alliance there on Facebook. Um, or you can find me on Facebook. So if you want to stay connected. Well, um, thank you for doing this, um, important project in Indiana. Uh, it's, it's, I, you know, I would find it really inspiring uh, for community activists. Mm-hmm. Um, we really struggle here in Indiana uh, with um, community activists, and uh, it's really hard to get your voice heard uh, here in Indiana. Uh, you know, our Republican supermajority legislature, you know, I, you know, it's, it's awful. I mean, as we know, last year they went ahead and passed the law um, relieving any regulation or oversight of the, mo- the majority of the remaining wetlands yeah. in Indiana. Uh, so it's, it's, it's tough. It is really tough in Indiana. Uh, and that was despite widespread universal uh, op- opposition to that bill. Uh, so, uh, so there's a lot of frustration. And so uh, despite this group uh, not getting exactly what they wanted, mm-hmm. it is clear they had impact. They did have impact. Yeah. And, uh, and that's an inspiration for all of us. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining yes, us. So Sybil. And, um, and we look forward to your next movie and your next project. And so, you know, and if you're looking for any ideas, you know, give me a call again, full of ideas. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Take, yep. Take care.